With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. It's the Jenny Hatch Show at Blogging Mothers Magazine. And I'm your host. I'm ill today, so I apologize for the, the status of my voice. But I'm so pleased today to welcome onto the show Barbara Hartwell, who is going to be sharing her story. Barbara, are you there? Yes, I am, Jenny. Good afternoon. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your schedule to share your story. One of the reasons why Barbara and I decided to do this podcast is that we both feel it's crucial for those government whistleblowers and truth-tellers to hear the various patterns of abuse that both Barbara and I have suffered so that in trying to figure out what's happening to them, they will have an understanding that there is a pattern of terror that takes place once you've chosen to become a whistleblower. And we're going to use Barbara's story to illustrate what that looks like. So, Barbara, take it away. Okay. Well, Jenny, first I should say that um, from my background I developed, in CIA, I developed an expertise in counterintelligence operations. I was involved in psychological operations. And uh, aside from my own terrible targeting, once I got out, and I got out in 1994, Aside from that, that I had the, the particular personal experience of being targeted for telling the truth and becoming a whistleblower, I also have, have over the past almost two decades now been documenting cases of people, and the pattern is very much the same. And I know that you've told me, and I think it's important that you, you speak out on this too, because you told me that you came upon my website maybe three or four years ago or so, and you started to understand and recognize the patterns that I was exposing. I think it's important for you to say something about that. Well, when I lived in Denver, I was being stalked by a man named Tim White. And I didn't know who he was. He was. I'm very familiar with Tim White, yes. Well, he was sending me harassing emails, uh, letters. I believe he made some prank phone calls. But mostly, he just liked following me around. And so I'd be at Costco or at the grocery store, and here's Tim White following me around the store. He wouldn't get a cart. He wouldn't put anything in the cart. He would just follow me. And then he would always manage to make it out to the car at the same time I did, and he would just stand there looking at me with this crazy look on his face. And I didn't know what was going on. I mean, I I have a, a blog where I've exposed uh, various abuses around the childbirths and psychiatric sides to uh, the medical profession, and I'm a birth activist. And then, you know, I'm just, I'm just a big mouth. I'm, I'm a Tea Party activist. I'm a healthcare blogger. And so I believe my work, which at the time I was getting 40,000 unique visitors a month to my blog, I believe my work posed a threat 
to somebody somewhere. And so they stick this little psych, this little psychopath on. <laughs> well, and, yes, Jenny. Yes, and 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 that's an important point that you made. That you see, they will target anybody who threatens the status quo of uh, the powers that be, and certainly the medical industry, the big pharma, you know, the medical mafia, as we call it, and and FDA, and all those people. That's a, just a portion of the huge web of corruption that exists. And and I should mention that Timothy Patrick White, a.k.a. Tim White, uh, got on my case via targeting me for, for the government in 2001. Okay? So we're talking about 12 years now that this psychopath, he's a career criminal, has been stalking, uh, threatening, making death threats, uh, harassment, well, criminal harassment, aggravated harassment, criminal menace, you name it. But it's a great thing that you brought this up because this establishes part of the pattern. You see, in the COINTELPRO or counterintelligence operations, they will use people who are criminals, they're not professionals in, in any discipline. They have no background whatsoever in any kind of intelligence work or, or, or connected to, to anything where they have credentials. They don't. So they'll use these psychopaths and they'll hire them, basically. They're hirelings. Okay, They're not official government agents or anything like that. Far from it. And then they will sick those people on the target. And it's very interesting to note that this Timothy Patrick White, he was on your case. He was first on my case, as I mentioned, from 2001, okay, 2001. And then he has since targeted many other people that I have known, friends and colleagues of mine. He'll target anybody, first of all, that was connected to me, just me, and then he'll connect, you know, the targeting to somebody else who who becomes an established high profile target in one way or another, and it's true of a, he targeted Len Horowitz and Sherry Kane, as are friends of ours, we know. Okay, and the list of targets is is countless over over these many years. But it's important to establish that the targeting of a person, the hope and the the uh, hope that's not a good word, but the the goal, let me say it that way, the goal, the objective is to drive the target into a state of complete destruction of their life. They will they want to destabilize your life in any way possible. They want to alienate you from your family and friends and any support system that you may have. Okay, they want to engender financial destitution bankruptcy, whatever, whatever they can do. And so part of that is the stalking, <coughs> excuse me, the stalking, and then, then there's the libel campaigns, which we know about. Okay, they will hire people to go all over the Internet and tell outrageous lies about the target, okay? And we've both experienced that. And actually there's another individual's case I'd like to bring up and as you know, Jenny, I have an, an article on my website. It's about a week old, and it's Barbara Hartwell 
versus cia.blogspot.com. That's the, the website. And this fellow is named Bill Windsor. Oh, I have some kind of thing in the background here. Sorry about that noise in the background. Um, his name is Bill Windsor, and he has a website called Lawless America. And and Bill is 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 a tireless activist uh, who's gone all around the country, and he videotapes the testimony of people like you and me, people that have been. Uh, whose lives have been destroyed or in the process of being destroyed by criminals, criminals in the government. Okay, and this includes any branch of the government. Uh, specifically, he, I think he focuses on the judicial branch of the government, courts and judges and all that. So, in any case, let me, let me just read to you a brief, a brief uh, couple of paragraphs from my website. All right, and this this will tell you what some of what's going on. Okay, for the past few years, I've been reading Bill Windsor's website and watching his videos. I don't know him personally, but I was so profoundly impressed by his tireless and uncompromising activism against government corruption that I added a link to Lawless America on my own website. I would not presume to speak for Bill Windsor, but I can recognize the truth of his story from his own testimony, how could I not? The same things have happened to me. Stalked by criminal psychopaths, threatened with bodily harm, even death, slandered, libeled, harassed by lunatics and malicious liars, and having all my efforts to seek justice quashed and sabotaged by the very legal system which was designed to protect my rights and liberties. Lawless America, indeed. And then I just go on to say, please take the time to peruse Bill Windsor's website and watch his videos. For those who want yet another first-hand account of persecution against a law-abiding citizen, a messenger of truth, he has furnished a large body of evidence, not only about his own case, but those of hundreds of Americans seeking justice for the crimes committed against them by their own government, who know the truth from their own experiences who want to save America from the evildoers who are destroying this nation from within. So now the, the last part of it is this, okay? A couple quotes from Bill Windsor. If they don't do the right thing here, I'll expose these bastards until the cows come home. And that, that was in relation to a, a he, he tried to file a complaint for a protective order, a stalking protective order, okay? And the judge threw, literally threw, assaulted Bill Windsor with his own paperwork and drove him out of the courtroom threatening to call the police. Okay, can you imagine for disturbing the peace? Now, here's something that you will know and understand, Jenny, as I do. Here's the next comment. This is from a, a video by Bill Windsor. My family's completely terrorized, so terrorized that my wife of 42 years divorced me and this Sean Bushy, he's a stalker, stalked her, threatened her with lawsuits, sent her a letter threatening her, sent email to virtually everyone she worked with, calling her all kinds of horrible things, claiming that she was stalking him. She's so afraid for her safety, the safety of her children and grandchildren, that she divorced me, 
Not only that, but my children and grandchildren no longer talk to me. I'm not allowed to have any communications with my two granddaughters, who I love more than words could ever express. So I qualify for a stalking protective order, but I was turned away. Okay, now we know this, Jenny. Okay, this testimony could have come from you or me or any number of other people that have tried to appeal appeal to the law for protection against this hellish campaign of of persecution. And haven't you had a similar experience? Yes, I was attacked by some leftist activists in Boulder, Colorado. They actually threw some poison in my face. And oh. I called the Denver FBI, you know, could you get some medical proof? I went to my medical doctor, told him what was going on. He documented it, and then he just said, you know, I don't have a forensics lab where I can run any sort of test to find out what this was. We've documented your symptoms. So I didn't really feel like I had any proof. Then I went to the police where this occurred, told them what happened, and, you know, their big question was, why you? Why would you be targeted? You're just a mom. You're a homemaker. And they couldn't wrap their eyes around the, the idea that I would pose a political threat to some, some leftist progressive activists in Boulder. I was organizing a demonstration at CU with some of the students on campus, some of the GOP students. We were going to, uh, you know, get together, and, and we were really trying to shame one of the leftist professors at that university, and I think I teed him off, you know. And so the, the retribution was I find myself being stalked by these students and, you know, followed around town. And then when the when the magic moment came, he threw some chemicals in my face. And I was sick, I was sick for weeks. And, you know. Well, I, re- I remember that, Jenny. And, see, that's the thing that, that, that people need to understand, that – I can speak, speaking for myself, which is, has been my rock solid, rock solid position from day one, day one when I started to go public, okay, is I am a defender of God-given, God-given, unalienable, constitutionally protected and guaranteed rights of the individual, and that says it all. That's what these leftists and these so-called progressives and communists and all the rest of the bunch of them, whoever they may be, they they are enemies. They are enemies of the freedoms and liberties that we have in this country. Well, and they've, they've wrapped themselves in that whole hippie, peaceful, you know, we're the leftists, mm-hmm. we're the free speech, you know. But you know what? <clears throat> From my experience, there's some of them that are just a bunch of violent thugs who will use any means necessary to get what they want. And that well, you know, that's right, Jenny. And, and let me say something about this. This is exactly my position. Because if you consider communism and, and some of the propaganda that goes along with these so-called hippie leftist you know, people, all right, they they believe ideologically they're they're very misled and they are deluded assuming they're not just evil okay but they believe that oh they're doing they're doing the right thing but no because what it comes down to for the leftists the communists is they will try to their aggressors 
they will force their ideology on the individual because they're collectivists. They're not they don't they don't defend the God given rights of the individual. God given rights are not given to a collective. They are given to an individual, every individual. Okay? And so therefore they will try to force their collectivist ideology and aggression on others. And guess what? At the bottom line, if you do not, if you stand up and say, no, hell no, it's not going to be me. You you stay there. You stay right there. You're not coming any closer to me to deny my rights or trample my rights. What will they do? They will enforce it at the point of a gun, which is proven by every communist regime that ever, ever on the face of the earth. Not just the communists, but it's true of the fascists and anybody else. But the point is, these people are aggressors. They do not respect the God-given rights of the individual. And that's what you and I and others that we know are standing up for. That's it. And, you know, this is the pattern that I've seen in so many of your stories. And when I when I went to your blog and realized that you were not only a whistleblower and someone out there fighting for individual rights. You are also a Christian who is, you know, unabashedly proclaiming the gospel at just about every every blog post. Barbara, you pose a threat. You just pose a threat. Well, well, of course, yes, and and I know that, you know. And Jenny, here's the thing. I mean, no, I'm a believer in the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am a very devout Christian, and and. I I believe and I and and I I the only authority in my life is God almighty and a lot of of what I know aside from what I have personally witnessed and investigated over a period of many years a lot of what I know comes to me directly from the Holy Spirit. Now, some people are going to say, oh, that's a religious nut. Well, they can think whatever they'd like to think. However, the information that I've posted on my website uh, for many, many years, it's almost two decades that the website itself, different websites have been up. So we're talking about a long period of time. And as you are well aware, Jenny, the information is very consistent. You don't find me switching to different positions. I'm always in the same position. And the position is God gave us the rights, okay? There's evil. There's evildoers who are trying to take those rights away. And without getting into a religious, because I'm not, it's not a question of trying to be religious, because different doctrines come from religion. It's That's not what I, I'm about. I'm about the basic facts that God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, gave us these rights, and he also gave us free will. And people who who defy God by choosing to do evil and control others, those are the enemies, okay? Those are the enemies. And so I stand up against those enemies, and it's those, it's the minions of evildoers and evildoers themselves that are attacking you, attacking me, attacking any decent, honorable person who is trying to get the truth out, not because of ourselves. It's not a selfish endeavor. It's because we care. And for for me, speaking for myself, I can say I care, aside from I care about everybody's rights, I care 
about my grandchildren. I care that they grow up in a free country. You know, so, and I think that's true of any mother, any mother or grandmother, any person who has a, an inkling of the truth. We do it for them. That's right. And, you know, all of my activism around uh, family sovereignty comes down to that individual right for my children and grandchildren to not only choose how many children they want to have, but how they want to educate them, how they want to feed feed them, how they want to medicate them or not medicate them. Exactly. All of these individual rights that these statists with their common core and their Obamacare and all this stuff they've been frantically setting up the last few years, all of it is about denial of individual sovereignty for families and their children. Well, and exactly. That's, that's exactly true, Jenny. And and I don't think we even want to get into the other issues about Obama. I mean, he's obviously a usurper. He's constitutionally ineligible. He's a fraud. It's been proven that he forged and fabricated documents. I mean, the evidence is, is beyond question at this point. <laughs> you don't need to go there because, really, Barbara, this is about your story. And I would like for you to give... Just a, a quick biography of your background. There's an old saying that you can get into the CIA, but you can never get out. I'd like well, you to talk about your exodus from that nefarious organization. And then okay. share share the history of what's happened to you over the last 20 years since you chose to stand up. Okay. Well, see, basically, Jenny, I was I was recruited into CIA when I was just a child without my knowledge obviously or my consent I was a child I have a I have a family background of CIA uh, it was on both sides of my family so it, this is how they operate they'll recruit their own it's it's a, almost like a bloodline type issue and there are there are some people that get into CIA. For instance, they have a college recruiting program at college campuses. But of course, they've already checked these people out and they look for who they they want. So anybody that gets in there, it's almost a given. You don't volunteer. Okay? They come for you. They want you, they're going to come for you. And they're going to come for you because they think you have something. They talent talents and capabilities that they can exploit for their ends. And so, you know, I've heard many stories of, of people who, for instance, tried to join. Okay, tried to join. They must be crazy, but they tried to join. They wanted to join. And, of course, they were not, they were rejected. Then I've heard stories of people who they came for those people, trying to recruit those people. And when the person said no, there was hell to pay. You see, so this is what they're about, and and they have a, a tremendous control. I mean, they don't. CIA is actually not what it's what it's promoted uh, in terms of what most people think it is. Most people think CIA is an intelligence gathering organization, and to some extent, it is. But more than that, it's a propaganda organization, and they own a tremendous um, part of, of the, me the mainstream media, and now, of course, the alternative media, all right? And they that's what they do. And then the other part is they foment 
revolutions and nation building and it's basically that they are enforcers uh th- these people are enforcers for the dictates of the new world order okay they go around the world uh controlling situations all right that's basically what they do now for me when i was i was recruited in 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 childhood uh it was through this nefarious mk ultra program which i'm sure you know about i'm sure the listeners probably know what that is too <coughs> but it was basically a mind control operation that came straight over from Nazi Germany and it came through uh, project paperclip in which they 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 actually the government uh, at the behest and the expense of the US government these Nazi war criminals war criminals scientists uh, the whole a whole body thousands of people thousands of of Nazis came over to this country and they were the actual core of CIA that's how it was formed now people are shocked i've told people that that don't have any information about this we started a conversation you know maybe just a, a person like ex military people i had a conversation with some ex military people these are elderly people they're in their 80s and they were involved in in way back like right after world war 2 and i said we were just talking and i said oh well, did you know that I had mentioned to them, well, I'm ex-CIA, because they asked me, well, are you ex-military? I guess they had a feeling, and I said, no, I'm not ex-military, I'm ex-CIA. So we got to talking, and I said, did you know that CIA was formed at its core by uh, by Nazis? And they, I saw the looks on their faces. They were shocked. Now, these are these are elderly people, okay, and they're... They're patriots in their hearts. They're honorable, okay? They served in the military. They're patriots. And yet they never had an opportunity to learn the real core of CIA. And that's the problem, Jenny, is that, you know, the only time you're going to read, this is, should be common knowledge, wouldn't you think, by now? Oh, yes, by, by now. It's, what, yeah. 70 years later? Yes. But still, but still, <clears throat> we're looking at <clears throat> a mainstream media to which most people subscribe. Uh, it, it's just, it's strange. I mean, you'd think the Internet has been around for at least a solid, uh, maybe almost 20 years in terms of it being used by people. And maybe it started to be uh, like a, a, a regular thing, probably around 1995 or 1996, Right, that's when people started getting on the internet and all that. Okay, before that, you didn't have that. <clears throat> but since the internet has been there, you know, there's all tons of information, so much information available for anybody that really wants to know. And my question is, why don't people want to know? And I, I guess that's really what it is. Evidently, many people just don't want to know. They accept the mainstream media propaganda, again, which is fomented, much of it is fomented by the intelligence services, specifically, most notoriously, CIA. Okay, this is what they do. And actually, part of what I was involved in, I was involved in several type things, but one of the things was, you know, the, the 
the category psychological operations is very broad, <clears throat> but it involves propaganda. And I was involved in the mainstream media. I had radio and TV shows um, during during the 80s when I was living in Greenwich, Connecticut. I had uh, several different radio shows. This is mainstream. It's not alternative. There was no Internet available, okay? And then I had cable TV shows, a couple of different shows. And the purpose was to spread propaganda, okay? So specifically... There were certain issues that I covered, okay? <clears throat> and the issues that I covered are issues that to this day I am still interested in. Uh, it, it, it's, it wasn't something where I was, uh, I'm going to go be telling what I was told to say no, not at all. I was I was interviewing people and covering topics which were of importance to me, to me. Okay, and some of the topics, for instance, was animal rights, okay, animal rights. and Now, that, that warning is for the live podcast, but we can go for 15 more minutes. So just okay. continue with your story. Okay, anyway, what they did was they, I was trained in, in all sorts of ways. One was through the media, okay, I had I had people that trained me. For t- the talent, so-called, for radio and TV broadcasting, okay, and then it would happen. Okay, <laughs> we just got interrupted now, Jenny. Can we can we continue to speak, or should I wait? No, nope, just ignore it. Okay, all right. So so anyway, I did all this, and as it turned out, over a period of years. In, in the various activities in which I was involved, when I saw something that I considered to be unethical, I simply refused to participate in it. So it took me a long time to break out, okay, a long time. And it's, in 1994, I finally got out <clears throat> once and for all, and that's when they targeted me big time, Okay because I was going to go and talk about and I have. Because you were going to go talk about it. Yes, yes. And because some of the the, the operations that I was involved in were what we called deep black. They were deep black projects, covert operations. Some of them were of a military nature. Uh, they involved all sorts of different, you know, avenues by which, by which, CIA was trying to a part of the control mechanism of this society. Okay, so so um and 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 I developed a certain expertise especially in the counterintelligence operations and that's why I was once I got out I was able to put together um I was able to to do my own investigations. And I found that many people approached me, and a lot of the people were military people. Because when I first started putting my material out, it was a lot of it, some of it had to do with the mind control, the MKUltra mind control. And I spoke about my own experiences. And then I had all kinds of military people contacting me saying, oh, that happened to me. You know, that happened to me too. And they didn't have any clues. They were even under such a, a program. All right. One example would have been the Phoenix Project in Vietnam. You've heard of that, right? Right. And another, even more nefarious or and less known project is 
was Operation Gladio. That was an international terror organization that was run by various intelligence services, including CIA. And I knew some of the people, and including the generals that were running running these operations, and and some of the soldiers, you know, the people that were had put under mind control, contacted me looking to be debriefed because that was one of the specialties and the things that I was trained to do. So, so when you consider psychological operations, that's how when you know how they work, when you know how a counterintelligence operation works, that's how you can understand how anybody. Who, who runs afoul of the authorities because they're telling the truth. That's the bottom line. It's telling the truth. Okay, that person will be targeted. If you get any, any media attention at all, which you did because you had you had a following from what you were doing, okay, and then you stepped forward to expose some of what you had learned about. And, and now I know we don't have a lot of time, Jenny, but I would like to read uh, – something very brief, and this is from my friend Gerald Sosby, and this really gives uh, uh, it gives an explanation for what's happening here. Well, Gerald was very instrumental in exposing some of the frauds around the Vietnam War. Yes, he was. That's correct. But here's what he said. Now, this is a quote from Gerald Sosby, and it was came from a letter he wrote to me in 2002. I'm just going to read it. It's not long. The methods that the FBI, CIA use against me, you, and others defy description because many of our people cannot imagine that the United States of America could stoop so low as to engage in the activities we describe. The populace's failure to understand and to see the truth of our reports feeds the tyrant's propaganda machine and prolongs the day of reckoning when the warmongers and terrorists among us must account for their crimes and omissions. And that sums it up, doesn't it? In other words, we talk to people, we put things out public, we go on the radio and we talk, and people will say, oh, you must be crazy. Oh, that couldn't be happening. But we know that it is happening. And we want everybody to know that it's happening. And unless people start standing up and and doing their own research and looking into this and having the courage to say, I understand, I believe this, I know it's the truth, I am going to do something about it, even if it's just standing up for your own life and your own family. Do something about it. I totally agree. You know, I've been demoralized here and there over the years and stopped blogging for a couple of months, spent many hours in prayer and introspection. Is it worth it? Should I just focus on my own family? Should I just step back and shut up and, and just, you know, just live? But you know what? You get to a point where you're like, I, I got to keep going. You know, I got to keep speaking out because I know the truth. And are we going to get to a place where a young mom in America is told, you can have one child, then we will sterilize you. You're going to be forced to take these psychiatric meds. We're going to take your child at the age of two and put it in a federal daycare. And we're going to give you a job and you have to work that job. And you have no freedom of religion, no free speech, no freedom to to go or do or, or, or live the life that you want. Is that what we want? You know? Hell no. 
and that's that's the whole thing, Jenny. They have no right. I personally made a made a decision many years ago, even before I got out, and my decision stands today. I will fight to the death. I will tell the truth, and I will fight to the death. Nobody, but nobody from the government or any place else is ever going to tell me how I am going to live my life. They are not going to to stop me from defending my God-given rights. And again, it's not about religion. Any person that believes in God, I don't care what religion you are, if you are a believer in God Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, whatever you may believe in your religion, then you know, okay, you know that you are free. God gave you free will, and that's what we have to defend. And that's what it's all about for me. That's where I get my courage. Thinking about a granddaughter or great-granddaughter coming to me someday and saying, you knew, you knew where this was all going. Why didn't you do anything? And you know what? Exactly. That's what fuels me. That's what gives me the courage to keep going, keep speaking. I, I haven't been as bold lately because, frankly, I've been sick. I suspect I've still been poisoned here and there by various people. I have a sense that there's people in my day-to-day life who are messing with me. They're very sneaky. I don't know. I don't have any confirmation. Nobody it's hard to it's hard to prove it, Jenny, for sure. Nobody's contacted me directly the way Tim White did. I haven't had yeah. any emails. Thankfully, my family's still with me. My husband's still with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm grateful that my family um, has not turned on me the way that we've watched so many of our friends literally lose their their spouse. Well, it's it's happened to me, Jenny, and and as you know, uh, I I have basically lost my family. I am now I am now not allowed to speak to or see my grandchildren, who I love more than anything in the world, and I am heartbroken. Nothing is going to stop me from doing what I do, because that wouldn't solve the problem. Okay, caving in does not solve the problem. Um, we have to continue to stand up and speak out, um, no matter no matter what, okay. And and believe me, uh, I, I, it, it's my it's my belief that God sees it all and knows. And it's my belief it's our duty to do that. It's our duty to defend liberty for well, everybody. He doesn't just see, Barbara. He's recording every thought, word, and deed. And if we don't get justice in this life. I have no doubt that at the judgment bar, you and I will yeah. stand and we will speak the truth. Everyone will know the truth. And and these evildoers, and i got a message for you guys, because I'm sure you're going to at some point listen to this. You know, you think you can do all your little secret acts and nobody knows, and you've got your little, uh, what, what's the word you use, Barbara? It's uh, plausible deniability. Plausible deniability, yes. Yeah. You've got your plausible deniability in a hundred different layers, and you're protected because the assassin hires this assassin and and whoever, and there's no paper trail. Well, you know what? There doesn't have to be a paper trail. God is in his heaven, and everything is being noted. Oh, that's absolutely true, Jenny. And, you know, the thing is that a major portion of this, I don't think we have much time left, but the thing that I, I feel the need to say is that, they have indoctrinated the society in general to blacklist any person that tells the truth. If you don't go along to get along, everything is so so controlled 
from the from the economy to everything else, that if you step outside of that and say, enough, I'm not taking it anymore, I'm not going to do this, then you are literally left with, uh, you're left twisting in the wind alone because nobody will stand up with you or in, 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 in any way that re- would really matter to the point where it could save your life. That's that's where I am right now. Okay, I literally am in a life-threatening situation. I've lost almost everything I had, and if, if somebody doesn't step forward to help me, me personally at this point, that's it for me. Okay, that's it. Yeah, and I will I will make a plea to my listening audience. If you're someone who cares, um, Barbara could use some help. You know, she's just about to be homeless and cut off from her internet connection and possibly even phone connection. If you're someone who cares about the truth, who cares about whistleblowers, then go ahead and contact us through our contact information and help her out. I mean, it is sickening to me that you're nearing the end of your life and you've worked so diligently to expose all of this fraud and and here's this end for you of destitution, sickness, and and you're alone. And it, well, they've destroyed my health, Jenny. Okay, and and they've destroyed everything in my life so far, except for my faith in God. They will never destroy that. So, all I can say for me is, if somebody wants to send a donation, it would be greatly appreciated. I don't have any public contact information, but you could certainly contact Jenny. She does. And you can send a donation. There's a, a P.O. box on my website, which is Barbara Hartwell versus CIA.blogspot.com. Thank you, Jenny. Yeah, and, you know, I, I, I wish I could do something to help. I, I, we're pretty much destitute ourselves financially because of my, all of my activism. But, you know, um, I, I'm so grateful for your time and your story, Barbara. Because it's important that we just document what's happened. That's absolutely true, Jenny. We have to we have to tell the truth and we have to document it. And if enough cases and and I have a huge body of evidence of various cases on, on my website, it's the same pattern. It's all consistent. There's no flip flopping around. It's just the same pattern year after year for most people that get targeted. Each of us is different, of course, and we have a different reason maybe for being targeted, but they will employ the same diabolical methods of, you know, calumny, libel, slander campaigns, stalkers, threats, death threats. They will drive you into financial destitution. I've, I've heard the story repeats itself over and over. And why? Because nobody will help. Once you become an outcast, nobody wants to help because they don't want to get involved. And they don't realize that what we are defending is the very fundamental human rights and liberty given by God. It's going to affect them, too, and they don't see it. Well, I think more and more people, at least in the last couple of years that I've observed, are starting to wrap their heads around the idea that there is this status takeover going on right right under our noses. And yes, so- I think that's true. Okay, I think that's true, Jenny. I don't think any of those, most of those people, let me say it this way, most of those people haven't been driven so far into 
into a state of complete you know isolation and alienation and deprivation right out of the CIA psyops manual that they are literally under a threat an immediate threat to life forget liberty and the pursuit of happiness they're under a threat to life itself and that's where i am right now i know you are and um you know i felt many of these same feelings when we lived in colorado and part of the reason we made the decision to move back to my husband's hometown in utah is because the harassment was reaching an epic level and i just couldn't take it anymore i had to get out of there so you know, yeah. I, oh, yeah. I understand that feeling of just I've got to flee. I've got to get myself in a place where I can just breathe, where I can live. And and so I, I pray, Barbara, that there's some answers for you soon. Um, thank you, Jenny. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me on, on the program. I greatly appreciate the, the opportunity, as always. Oh, thank you so much. Is there any final words you'd like to share? Uh, only this. If if you understand that this country uh, is under under threat of a complete police state takeover, then for the love of God, do something, do something, whatever it may be, to stand up against it. Because if everybody stood up, they couldn't get away with it. I agree. I agree. The power is still with the people, and uh, when we all stand up then um, those little cockroaches scurry for cover. Yes, that's right. All right. I love you, Barbara. Thank you so love much you for being on the show. All right. Okay. And we'll hopefully we'll- okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.